Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. Oh, very nice. Oh, just oh, kidding. Oh, no, oh. it came up quick. I thought it was a oh. disaster. I can gonna keep on getting you. Um, all right. Hey. Back to the OG. Oh yeah, yeah. Back to the OG. Uh, both being more in my house, and um, back in the old room. Old room, and oh, and it's also no uh, yeah, no Becca. Um, so it's just me and you, and it was also me and you, and then for dinner, so it's kind of worked out in that sense too. Oh, yeah. Cause what's Al- that, what's Alex doing? Alex is probably at a bookstore for getting Cody Rigsby's book. He is a Peloton instructor. He is a very famous Peloton instructor. Is it new and like everyone's going to be lining up at the door or something? Yeah, like you had to like pay to to go to the signing, I guess, and like you get to get like a oh, it's a signing. Yeah, like he signs your book and you get to, you get to say hi to him. I don't know if there's a picture or not, but it's like a meet and greet kind of a thing. So Alex asked me like what she was basically she asked me the question. She was just like, "What would you think if some, if you knew like like what do you think I'm going in for at this meet and greet?" And I'm like. I go, like, you're literally just going to walk up to him, hand him the book that you bought. He's going to sign it. You're going to say, hey, I love your classes. Like, you motivate me every day. And yeah. be like, oh, my God, great. And that's going to be it. She goes, you don't think he's going to, like, speak to everyone or, like, do, like, a whole thing like we're going to sit down like, listen or something? I was like, no. No. I'm like, no. He's not doing that. Like, there's no way. She's like, really? I was like, no. I'm like, he is not. I'm like... If he had been, like, out of the game and he's retired for a while and then he's just, like, got time on his hands, but I go, that guy's schedule is probably down to a two where he's only going to be in there for, like, an hour and a half and then he's out and he's going to the next thing or moving on, whatever. I'm like, yeah, no. So Alex is a little disappointed. But I was like, just because I think she was expecting more from it and I was kind of like, yeah, no. I would always expect less and would rather get more. Yeah. From something oh, yeah, like that, 100%. where it's like me yeah. meeting like an idol. Expect I'm always less. going to expect like if I ever met me Adrian Peterson, I just want to shake his hand and say thanks for the memories, and that's, and it. that's it. And then that's it. Now, if more comes from it, if he strikes up a I'm prepared, right? Like, dude, how'd it feel freshman year like to lose against Boise State in the Fiesta Bowl? <laughs> yeah, that's the first question. I'd ask him. <laughs> yeah. I would. It's funny you brought him up because I I think it's today, but like I just watched the video of him breaking the record. 296. 296. Years. I think it might have been like today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know for sure, but um, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we got a good show for today. Pretty much we're just going to talk about... Also, he was a rookie. And if you're the Chargers defense and you just let the rookie do that, you're like... Oh, yeah. Geez. That's all. That's what makes it better. As a rookie in his fifth pro game or whatever, or it's like his third or fourth pro game, he runs for 296 and breaks yeah. the NFL record. Which, that's going to be a tough one to beat. Yeah. And he only beat it by a yard. Yeah. And the last <laughs> play, they gave him three, and it was like, he needed two, and they gave him three, and he he muscled. Yeah. It's like, you could probably make an argument that, like, he was close. Yeah. Well, you know, hey. But two and a half. Yeah. Like, but, um, hey, I mean, I'm sure Jamal Lewis still says he's the one who has the record, but, yeah. Um, yeah, well, they gave away a couple of shitty yards at the end, so, you know, I'm still kind of the guy who holds the record. Yeah. It's probably Jamal. So, he's saying something like that. 
Um, all right. So, um, yeah, we got a good show. There is, for not as many great games on paper, there were some pretty good games to watch. Oh, last week. Last yeah. week on Saturday. And then there were obviously with our Vikings playing on Thursday, which we'll touch on. There were also some great games on Sunday, which is... There's always a, a good and bad to when your team plays on a Monday or a Thursday and you just kind of get to... Or even Sunday... Not, Sunday nights, actually, no, because it still is like you still kind of yeah. got to worry about... When you just have a Sunday where it's just like... I, I got no skin in the game at all from noon to 7.30. I got nothing. It's yeah, really that was just... going to be the day that uh, we went to the zoo. Yeah. Um, and I was so pumped because it was a perfect this, weekend. This weather the since, just since Saturday, was like, since like the party, yeah. it has just been this like rainy, not I, rainy, but like... We have been waiting out so long. We were a little hungover. I had a little bit to do with it, but not really. I was just like... We have been waiting to go to the zoo for so long that I was like, I am not letting us go on a day that's not sunshine and rainbows. We're not, I was like, we are not going to force this Yeah. just because, so we just like laid on the couch and we're unproductive all day and made ourselves feel like shit, but you know, that happens. neither here nor there, but uh, yeah, still, I would put the zoo as a possibility this weekend, depending on, well, I guess we're watching the dogs, but like, I was thinking like Sunday, but now it's still supposed to be cloudy. Saturday is the best day, but we might golf. Oh, you guys might go golfing? Yeah, with AJ. Oh, very nice. Okay, you know what? I can, um, okay. you can go too. I think we need a four. Uh, no, thank you. Actually, you're the one who let out the dogs, so never mind. I'd be the one who's got to let out the dogs. And, um, this weekend, so Alex is getting a tattoo. Oh, yeah, that's right. First sister. one since we've been together. So, so, I'm surprised it lasted this long. Um, but she's getting a tattoo in the afternoon, but, um,. I selfishly don't want to go because it's, which we'll touch on, it's a great day for some college football games they're going to be on. Yeah, well, we're going to go in the morning, but... Yeah, uh, but... I don't know what time are you guys golfing at. Probably, I mean, if I had to pick, I'd say, like, nine. But I, I got to talk to AJ. He, like, him and I have been going back and forth, but it's been pretty, like, long distances between... Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, we can talk about it later. Probably, I'd if probably he if he also doesn't get back to me, Becca and, I know Becca and I want to go. So if he doesn't get back to me by like tomorrow, and we don't set something up, like we're just gonna book book something. Yeah, yeah. And then sense. I'm shooting for like a nine. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So uh, weekend. So obviously. Um, Friday was my birthday. Yep. Went out to dinner. Yep. Went well. Um, very fun. Uh, you guys all asked me questions, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and mom said that then that was mom's idea. Is that what I heard? That was pretty good. That was, and uh, I know that like, you know, Alex, I know, liked it too, but um, it was, uh, that was actually really cool. So I, I kind of like that. But then dinner I thought was great. 
Um, a lot of food. A lot of food. So I got Good. Um, yeah. pretty stuff. You know, mom said Maddie thought the chicken parm was like the best in the area, and that's what I got. I was already planning on getting it, and mom said that. And then, I'm sorry, Maddie, if you listen to this, you heard this, but I do not agree at all. Vise is way better, but it was just like, eh. You know? Like, mm-hmm. the chicken wasn't eh. great. Eh. Look, Mom. A rocket ship. Eh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the chicken was just like, okay. You know, you can't judge it on one, but they also didn't give, they gave you like two, and then like Vi, they gave you like one good one. One big one, so, I don't know. Yeah. I think their sauce is better, too, and their pasta. It's way better. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna because he's in here. Oh yeah, you can give me a little bit. Of- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's okay. Yeah. What? I'm not sniffing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. So that was that was solid, and it was even. And what worked out is that like, Alex was like, "Do you want your parents to come over after dinner? Do you want to hang out with anyone?" I go, "Nope. I have had this whole day planned out. We're gonna go to dinner." People can give me gifts at dinner, and then um, and when we get home, I'm gonna give you three movie options. We're gonna watch one of the three movies, and the only rule there is only two rules: you can't fall asleep, and you can't be on your phone for thirty minutes. Now, the phone hundred percent get, but the asleep. Sometimes it hits you. You have to be sitting upright. There is no shifting. It kind of get more cozy. It's like, no. It also wasn't that late. You can give me a half hour of just watching this movie with me and you go to sleep. So the three options were she's out of my league. Okay. Um, Just kidding. I like that movie. uh, You know, it's like the the olden days. Yeah. She's out of my league. Um, Hall Pass. Okay. And Easy A. And you went with Easy A. And we went with Easy A. That was what she picked. And I was like, great. That's that's, that's what we're going to watch. Um, great. And then uh, she, so we made it through the movie, but then she fell asleep. She's like, you can keep on watching if you want to go. Yeah, I'll keep on watching, see how much I want to watch it. And then I was kind of watching and I was kind of like, you know what? I kind of want to watch this with her maybe like this weekend or, so, or like some a different time. She wants to finish it because I know she likes the movie. But then the next morning she goes, ah, shit. I missed one of the best parts. I was like, what? Because she's, of course we saw the, I got a pocket full of sunshine. And then she goes, oh, I missed the peas, didn't I? I go, yeah, you did. You missed the peas. T, 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 T. So where are you from originally? Yeah, so where are you from originally? Uh, it's just, those two are so great as parents. They're so funny. Yeah. Um, so we did. So we watched that and it was great. And then, and then Saturday. So then we had the party at the house on Saturday, which I meant to ask, like, did you have fun? Did you... Oh, yeah, it was great. Great time. Did yeah. you see everybody? Good games. Played a lot of bags. Played a lot of drinking games. Drank a lot of beer. Yeah. So I was glad that... You know what? I didn't even think about it. A lot but of shots, too. Probably could have just brought the pong table inside to begin with. Didn't even be outside at all. Yeah. But I also, the weather was also the reason why it wasn't probably played more in earlier in the day. Yeah. Cause it was a little drizzly and then just whatever, but like, um, no, it was great for Alex and I, it made us, it, you know, I don't know, being a homeowner, it makes you feel good when people come over and yeah. there's, everyone had their space and yep. was able to hang out in the rooms, be outside. Everyone was able to kind of, yeah. and then, um, 
everything worked out well. I said the best thing to wake up to on Sunday morning was there were no large spills. Yep. Nothing big broke. And no one puked somewhere I had to go clean up. Yes. That was the three things I was like, because even the backyard, I was like, well, some pukes in the backyard, I have to rinse it off or do something, or else Piper. I'm going to catch Piper eating someone. No, <laughs> some sandy barf. Yeah. <laughs> eating some chili and brat with some beer. So I was like, can't. can't oh, it's disgusting. Sorry. I know. You know, paint a picture. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, but the one thing that I did know, uh, which I thought was hilarious, is that. Um, I mentioned this before on the podcast, but yes, definitely took a good amount of shots. Yeah. What was great about the carpet is that a couple of shots did like when we were passing around, they kind of did dribble like a little bit on the carpet, but the carpet with the color that it was and doing like, you, you can't even notice it. You don't That's even... why they're that color. Yeah. That's like, why rugs and carpets, ha- rugs have patterns. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh, because if something spills, it's not like, you can't really see it. Can't clerk. Nope. Yeah. Um, you know that like one brown, red, another reddish, yeah, brown one we used to have in our family room. Oh yeah, Rudy would street market. You wouldn't have any fucking clue. Oh, the street market. <laughs> oh, you could boot scoot across that whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh. You wouldn't have a fucking clue. Uh, oh, <laughs> lay your head down next oh, to a pedal. Oh, oh, it smells of his breath. <laughs> Hey, breath, it's the follicles in the carpet. <laughs> you got curly at midnight. <laughs> Deep into that one. <laughs> A couple hairballs. Oh, ah. <laughs> I can just imagine Dad right now. Going, <laughs> um, no, so... Uh, pellets on the carpet. Yeah. No, it was... um. <laughs> it was great. I definitely drank a lot, and I definitely found myself, like, at one point, like, I remember just being, like, <laughs> Wait, I'm I had, what? I want to keep going on the rug thing. <laughs> oh, no. I had, at one point, I had no recollection of time. Yeah. I didn't too. know how fast it was moving, and I also didn't know what time it ever was. The only time I actually knew what time it was was when it was like 7.30 or 8 o'clock-ish. And then it was 2 when it was just Morgan and Alex and I in the living room. And everyone had left. And we were like, okay, go upstairs. And I was like, what time? You-? Like, if someone to- asked me, hey, Richard, guess what time Four it is? Four to one. I could have been anywhere between 3.30 to 11.30. I had no idea. Like, I had all I knew was that it was dark out. But, and the only reason why I kind of knew it was at least past midnight was because of the Colorado game when it ended. But also, another thing that now, to me, I feel like throws off my timing is because all of them have kids, they, we drink at the same pace, but when they leave, it should feel later, but they leave and it's like nine, and then you're like hammered, and it's nine, not hammered and they left like it was a normal party and maybe it was like midnight midnight when they leave that elongates your like timer of like you know because when you assume somebody's leaving it's like oh it's late yeah well the bulk of the party yeah yeah and then it's like eight and you're like yeah oh okay yeah and then you know it's like a battery gets recharged 
Yeah. So, but it was, and then I was more happy about that, like, we were able to go play Boom Cup a couple of times, which was a lot of fun. And then I even asked Alex, I go, I don't even remember. I remember playing beer pong. I think I played with dad. Or no. I don't even know who I played with. Played with somebody. I don't know. No, no, no. Becca and I played. We won. I think you did play with dad. I think I did too. Yeah, it was you and dad and me and Becca and we won. I think I remember giving him shit. But or, like, it was close yeah, though. Yeah, I remember we got down to the end and it was close. Yeah. That's all I remember. But, um, yeah, so I do remember that. That was obviously a lot of fun. But yeah, no, it, it all worked out great and it was, uh, it was a fun party and, um, yeah, I, it was, it was a great time. Um, all right. What? Um, so, uh, oh, it was the, um, so it was also, it was the end of volleyball. Oh yeah. So playoffs were on Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, okay. I, so I've been waiting to talk to you about this. Okay. Dad, just disclaimer. Okay, I'm sorry, but you played great. Let me just put that there. Okay, it is uh, no, it is no a one's fantastic way to start. It is no one's fault. Okay, it's the same way that you play 60 minutes of a game, and just because someone fumbles in the last 30 seconds and you end up losing, that guy's fumble might have been the last play that led to the loss, but it is not the sole reason why you lost. Sure. Right. What was Dad's fumble? Okay, so um, again, is it? Can I take a guess? Yes. You don't have to give me the answer. Yes. Was it a serve? So, we were playing the game. <laughs> we're playing the first game. We had the lead for most of the first game, and then we got to a um. I think then they were up, and then we had to, like, get, like, a string of, like, two points. No, I think actually we were winning for most of the game, and we got to where, like, we just needed to get a couple serves, and we were going to be able to win. And long story short, it was, uh, you have to win by two. So it was 21-20, they were up, and then we tied it at 21. Fuck, who? I believe it was Bird. So then I got to think, Jen, John was to my right, Jenny, Jenny was on the far, so if I'm in the front, Schroeder, then Jenny, then Brad, then Bird, and then Jordan. So Bird had just served, so she was serving, got the first one over, we got the point. Second one went over, and we didn't get the point. So it's 22-22? Yes. Because I want to make sure I get this right. Because we were tied. So then the ball went back to them. Then like the same thing had happened. So it was like 23s a piece. Yes. Okay, so it's 23s. Dad's now serving. Dad puts his first serve. And I already knew from the first serve. He put it to the left side. And he put some good heat on it. And he put it over, and it was like a one-two hit. The ball never even came back over to us. And we got it, and we got the point. And in my head, I'm just like, don't do it again. Just put the ball over the net. Like, the ball, like, and I even said, all right, Jordan, like, be ready, guys. The ball's going to come back over this time. 
because like we just gotten like two in a row. We'd made serves and the ball never came back over to us. So yeah. I'm like, be so ready, guys. 24-23. It's 24-23. Game point for us. Dad puts the serve and it goes straight left out of bounds. Yeah. Didn't even have a chance of being in. Straight yeah. left out of bounds. Same almost thing he had just done, but pushed it further left. And I was like, that's good for a couple of those. <laughs> fuck. I was like, Dad, I'm like, all you got to do is just put the ball over the net. And and then it was 24s up, and then they were serving, and it was game point yeah, for both sides. Yeah. And we didn't get it. We just had, like, it was like one bad hit, didn't go over, it went out again. and then, like, Right, it so I see what you're saying. It went out. Not his fault. Not his it fault. could have gone over, and you still couldn't have got You still might not And we still had a chance to even go to still recover and still win. It wasn't like we lost on that serve. Yeah. It was just more of a... You just would have wished we would have lost it because they would have returned it back to yeah. us, and then we would have lost. Well, you know, didn't Johnny help. inconsistent with the serve? <laughs> didn't help that maybe he did it again the second game, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, he hates hearing this. I'm oh, sorry, but he played great. He, he always does. Oh yeah, no, but like Evan was on point. Um, Jordan got called for a fault. And I tried to explain it, but of course, like, John, like, okay, here's what happened. You can't attack a serve if you're in the front row. So, all that means is, is that, if you don't know, when the ball gets served, you can't spike on the serve. So, the definition of it is that, like, you can't be in the air and hit the ball down. Over, back over the net. No, you just can't hit it down. Jord was in the front, and the ball came short, and he hit it, and he went up. He, like, jumped, and he hit it opposite of George short. So that's why I was saying, like, down, I see what you're saying, but, like, okay, the ball didn't go down. Like, Jord didn't hit it, and it didn't go, like, down. It went kind of, you know, made a nice little arc. But he jumped when he hit it, and the ref went, nope, like, can't attack serve. And then I was like, whoa, what are you talking about? He says, you were in the air when you hit the ball. Can't be in the air when you hit the ball. Oh, I see what you're saying. Feet can't be off the ground when you hit the ball. Like, you have to be, your feet have to be on the ground because you can either bump it because then you can set it or if you want to, you know. But, like, you can't be up because it's an attacking motion is if you jump in the air to go hit the ball. Whether you put it straight down or not. And so then everyone's like, Joe's like, I can't even barely get off the ground. Like, what are you talking about? Like, how short I am? What do you mean? I'm attacking the serve. I'm not attacking the serve. And I was like, yeah, but he's, which he was rule booking him. And I was kind of like, man, that's how we're going to lose a point over on this side. It's because of that. rule booking, you had a different story. But, um, yeah, but it was, uh, so that, that kind of sucked. Um, but I will say in the first game though, we had the one kid on the other side was spiking it and I would only get lined up with him a couple times during the game. I had this sucker timed up to where I knew how late he was hitting the ball. So when he would go up, I waited and then I went up, which is what you're supposed to do in general if you want to block. But like I waited, I went up, he went to hit it. I literally was like all the way up above and it literally just hit my arm and went dead straight down. And like, and then it was then my serve. And of course, Evelyn's just like, let's fucking go, Richard. And I went to go serve and the guys standing back there were just like, man, dude, what a fucking block. I was like, it felt. I'm not gonna. Lie. I was. I was. Oh, yeah. I, I was just like, okay, no, just no adrenaline. So I put this in the back of the yeah, court yeah. now because you're just like you're all hitting amped, under this McCoy. Amped up and, yeah, you're just like hitting over the street. So, um, 
but no, it was but yeah, it was uh, it was a good game. It was just uh, they definitely just um, we just all weren't at our complete best. But uh, it was solid. But it was uh, it was, tough, it was a tough way. It, it was a tough two games to lose because like we yeah. definitely could have played better. So speaking of real r- rule booking, mm-hmm. did you see that video of Dave Pornoy? They had like their golf event and they're doing match play, and a guy called him out. Saw that they did match play. Saw that they have a video. Didn't want. Don't know anything about it. So do you want to? Wait, okay, yeah. No, you. Can I didn't tell know if you were gonna it. say like. Okay, yeah. No, so no, basically, no. like, no, you can tell me about it. I don't think it was. It was so it was not Portnoy's team, but he was called over. So it was two v two. It was. Arian Foster and another guy that I recognize, but I don't know his name. And then they played against two other guys. The one guy, I'd never seen him before, but apparently he was a Barstool guy. And he looked like a guy that, just based off that interaction with somebody mm-hmm. you don't want to hang out with, wouldn't be fun at a party. You know that saying when you say, like, oh, I bet they're fun at a party because they're just kind of, like, lame and whatever. Yeah. So let me set up the scenario. Yeah, I'm still listening. I'm just trying to see if I see what Piper So Arian Foster and his partner are going for a putt. And it is probably, let's just say, a 10-foot putt. Okay? Okay. His partner puts it, like, less than a foot to the hole. If not a foot. So, like, a gimme in all sense of the world. Yeah. Right? Like, if you are playing match play and it is... You both hit from that spot. Is it you alternate every other shot? No, because the air, I I gathered because Aaron Foster had the same putt from ten feet. So okay. like you, your balls are in the same spot. Yeah. His partner putted was like a gimme's length. He was like a foot to less than a foot away, and then it would have been Aaron Foster's try at the putt. His partner, in that scenario, if we were playing. You would say, okay, well, we're in for five. Like, like their putt, the 10 foot putt was for four. Was for four. Well, yeah, was so for you're like, four. all right, so we're in for five, right? Yeah. Like, so he putted his, the guy who was a foot away, less than a foot, putted it in the hole. Okay? The other guy's team goes, wait, 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 wait. That's a five. You just got, you guys just got a five. Cause in, and he was pulling Johnny rule book, like in match play, he goes, you just putted it in, so that's a five. And they're like, are you kidding? Arian Foster then putted the ball from the 10-foot spot. He made it. And he made it. And he goes, awesome, got a four up on the board, we're up two. And the guy's like, no, you're not. That's a five. Now you're not. Dave walks over and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, he's like, it's in the rules. He's like, I don't fucking care. Like, he basically was like, what do you fucking mean it's in the rules? He's like, you're going to play like that horse shit? He's like, like... That has to be, I like, that has, if anyone else who obviously plays golf to actually listen, if anyone else who, in that scenario, How that much list of bag? people has to be less than 5% that would actually follow yeah. that. I and if you are, you have to call that out. Because somebody tried to make the argument that it would, he goes, somebody tried to make, because I wanted to hear, I was scrolling through the comments yeah, who what, actually agreed. What would be the argument again? Like He goes, because then Arian Foster can take a better risk at that putt he's not as he's not as nervous to hit that putt he can get he can like be more aggressive hitting that putt and i was like they're gonna make that putt no matter what it was a gimme it was a it was less than a foot like if they both have two shots at that 
they're not going to miss that putt because it's right there. So, like, there's no scenario. It's not like the guy. And I'm not, I also, not to be devil's advocate, you could also make the argument that if by my partner tapping in for five right there, I know I have a putt. I might actually put it more. I might actually put the ball further past the hole, and because of like I'm saying, because now I want to make sure I don't put it short. No, but that's what no, but that's what I'm saying doesn't make but any I, sense. What I'm saying is that if the ball's less than a foot away from the hole, and you don't put it in, and you walk up and you mark it, and now I'm hitting, my mindset is is the same where I'm like, okay, I just need to like, okay, I got it oh. within there, I. I'm just telling you that then if it, you tap that in, I'm saying my mindset's still the exact same, but I might put a little bit more behind the ball than I would have if you hadn't putted it in for the five. That's all I'm saying. I might give it a little bit more to be like, I definitely don't want this thing to be short versus if you didn't tap it in, I almost might be like, okay, we're in. And I might leave it, it not saying leave it short. You still try to aim for the hole, but it almost might be like six inches short of the hole. And now you're just tapping it in for the five because we didn't quite make it. But... If you tapped it in for the five, I might put it at the hole, or it's gonna go past the hole, but damn sure not gonna be still short of it. Make any sense? Okay, it, fine. Cause, but because in both scenarios, it's a gimme putt. In both scenarios, you're gonna make, and if you put it in or don't put it in, you're gonna make that. So there's no difference in you hitting more aggressively, knowing the putt's still gonna go in. Okay. Whether you mark it in or my you tap in it my in. head, it is only a gimme from how, for I played golf and other things. If it is five inches away from the hole, that's a gimme. If it's a foot, that's not necessarily no, that's a total a, gimme. By the way, that's not a foot. A foot is like is like this, at least this I, far. I'm telling you right now, I've if I have played you I played if you have a, a hard enough putt of a foot of a putt to where now by the way, just so we're all clear, the guy didn't do anything wrong. He's that is supposed to be a gimme, he taps in for five, Aaron Frost hits for four, it's a four on the board. I'm just saying that Right. Whether or not you agree, my mindset is slightly different if that ball is marked versus he just putted it in. So, I'm hitting my putt 5% harder if he's already putted it in than if he puts the mark down and says, this is how far we are out for a five right now that we're going to both try for this five putt, according to Johnny Rulebook. So you would still say that it's a four, though? We're clear on that. Yo, thousand percent. Okay. It's a four. Now, I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing my mindset of when I go up to putt. And the reason why I say that is because of when we were at the Yankee Clipper and we were putting. Like, when we knew we had a two putt in, we were all hitting the putt way too hard because we already knew we had it. So we were like, right. well, just don't leave it short. Because we were all like, well, just don't leave the putt short. Let's get it at the hole or just past it. Well, then your line's a little bit different. You, If you hit a little bit hurt, further, you don't get as much break on it. That's all I'm saying from my mindset. Yours sounds like it'd be the exact same whether your partner taps it in or it's marked there it's literally in the spot. I'm saying that like I would have maybe a four percent. I'm hitting it four percent harder if he tapped it in. That's all I'm saying. Either way, it's a four. No one. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know anyone who would be like, no, you tapped in for five. You accepted the five. Doesn't matter what he does for his putt. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm trying. And Rulebook was Dave's partner. Okay. No, 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 no. Dave just walked up. So this is oh. the putt that he misses. Okay? That is the distance. Okay. It's an uphill putt less than a foot away. Right. Like, if you look at his shoe... No, I, I got you. I'm still... Like... So, okay. Great example. 
I'm probably, I might be put, I saw how much, how hard he just hit that shot. I might hit it like, because he went a little bit past. You're probably hitting it a little bit shorter or however much he put on it. I'm just saying my mindset changes less, a uh, 5% change in my brain if that person tapping in versus just marking it down. For my, just on me, not saying anyone else is like that. That's how I think about it in my brain. But yes. Either way, it's a four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, we should go into picks, how we did. Um, yeah. We also can announce, too, that uh, we've been putting this... The. Um, what? No, I'm saying, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's been, all you, though. If yeah. We've been putting the uh, picks... Into a our fantasy football group chat um, for other people to partake. Um, the only difference is they're one game behind in the NFL because they didn't pick the Lions game. Well, they did, but it was too late, so I didn't count. Yeah. Uh, Al, Mom, and Paul are seven and four. I don't have you on there because I didn't. Like, know what you got the first week. I only knew what we got the second week. Dad. I went three and three. Jord are six and five, and Dave and I are five and six. So you went three and three. In the first week of picks. But did you get the Lions game right? No, I picked the Chiefs. I definitely did not pick the Lions. So then you went three and two, and then how did you do week two? No, I would have gone two and three. I would have gotten three wrong and two right. No, you, oh, you're saying you... I was interpreting I it. picked the Chiefs. You picked the Chiefs. So, so you went to loss. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, oh, no, oh, yeah. So, no. So, yeah, three and two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Because three and three, because one of those threes is a loss. Because I picked the Chiefs. Yes, so lost. I was right. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I was... I don't know what I was... Yeah, three, two. I went three and two then. And then what did you do week two? Five and one. Oh, so you'd be leading. You're then eight. I'm eight and three. three. Yeah, I'm eight and three. Which would be at the top. Yeah, I'm eight and three. Yeah, last week I only got one wrong. The only game I missed was the Ravens Bengals game. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, so do you want to talk about them football then first? NFL? That sounds like, yeah, yeah. those were, okay, great. And man, um, it's been, for Vikings fans, sucky, but not, in my opinion, it's like, it stinks that we're losing, but, okay, yeah, so let's, let's get into it. But it's like, I can see a team that's better than this, and I'm still thinking of it as a small fraction of the season. Now, I was hearing reports, and Gronk said this. You saw that? Which I think is ridiculous, and I would not want to see that. Okay, I know. We're going to get into this, because I have a couple things to say on it. Because they're saying, which even if we do go 0-3, the season is not done. It is such... A long season. There's a stretch in the middle. We're talking about the same rumor, right? Yes. That if yeah. we lose this game, they're going to trade Kirk, Kirk Cousins Kirk, and we're going to tank 
for Caleb Williams. Yes. Which, by the way, we can still tank, and the Bears could do worse than us. Let's be honest. Yep. Uh, you're you're betting, or the Cardinals could still be worse than us. You're betting on such a small fraction, like the the Texans could be worse than us. Like you, if it gets there, do what the Panthers did and maybe trade your way. Do what the Texans did and maybe trade your way to getting not even Caleb Williams, but getting a quarterback that you want. I, because there's gonna be some team like the Texans, like the Panthers, who don't need a quarterback, and they're gonna be in a low spot. Where you, you could trade. You only play 17 games in a season. It is not like the NBA season where you're playing 82 games. And this whole this whole thing of tanking, I'm sorry, it's just not a thing in the NFL. Because if it is, then I wouldn't blame Justin Jefferson coming out and being like, then I want to be traded. If we're not playing yeah. to win, even his rookie year, we... His first two years in the league, I think we went. You know, we went seven and seven and ten, his rookie year, and then we went. Can we turn that on? Uh, or open a window or something? It's yeah. Posty in here. Yes, I know it is. It, it might be cool out. Let me see. Well, there's so much. There's so much. Even just in the window, getting some stale air out of here. So football is such a okay. Yeah, go ahead. So his rookie year. Seven and ten, whatever, and then, or seven and nine, and then his second year in the league, we went eight and nine, and then last year we made the playoffs, and he's one of his best seasons. And now this year we're starting out zero two, and it's just we're not a t- like we're not tanking, we're not trading Kirk. Cut- okay, here's here's what I, I don't want to. Here's I don't want to either. Here's my biggest problem. You're totally right. Right as of right now, as we say that zero and two. We are one game out in the division. Yeah. Lions are one and one. Packers are one and one. Yep. So, like, let's not. We don't. This is the, the total overreaction. Yep. Also, I cannot stand the media right now. Yeah. For the last. Okay, we've had. We got Kirk Cousins in 2018. So, 2018, we went like 8 7 and 1. Then we make the playoffs. Then we have the two bad seasons. Then we have a playoff. Now this is his sixth year with the Minnesota Vikings. The last five years, it's been the same storyline. Can't win with Kirk. Kirk's not great in prime time. But then every year that we're watching him, I'm like, okay, outside of his first year when he threw the most picks as a Viking with us, not in as a team history, but just yeah. with his yeah. five years, that was the year he threw the most. He still has thrown over 4,000 yards every year. And last year, I think it was his highest touchdown total since yeah. he's been with us in yards. Yeah. And he also, threw, I think he threw eight picks last year. He had a great year last year. Then Netflix come out, and everyone actually then realizes that he's like, then everyone's like, okay, well, actually, his primetime record, it's not fair because of, like, you know, it takes a team. Because, like, first of all, the whole Eagles game, Kirk played amazing. Yeah. And he got blind he not blindsided, but he got hit in the pocket and he fumbled. Madison fumbled, Jefferson fumbled, and Powell fumbled as well. He threw and yet four touchdowns. And yet it would say that's another primetime loss for Kirk. Yeah. And I'd be like, Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Kidding. How is that a primetime loss for Kirk? Like, no, like oh, because not, he's the quarterback. Because he's the quarterback. It's like, okay. That's a primetime loss for Alexander Madison as well. Yeah. And Justin Jefferson yeah. and Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. Let's let's at least then let's put let's a let's broaden the horizon right. on that one. So here's my problem is that 
But then everyone's like, why? Like, well, I don't understand why the Vikings aren't signing him to another deal. I'm like, first of all, when we sign him to the deal that he's on now, everyone's like, how the hell could you sign him such a large deal as a quarterback? But now, because of Netflix and everything, people are like, how could you not sign him to another deal? I'm like, okay, first of all, we're not signing him to another deal because as great as he is, as a Vikings fan, as much as he has been, he's he's the most franchise quarterback I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Dante Culpepper, I wasn't really allowed to see, and he was also like three solid seasons, and he got injured. Kirk Cousins, I will have seen for six solid seasons of my life, which is more than any quarterback we've ever had. However, outside of the great year that last year was, whether it's just him, it's not just him, there's other players on the field, our defense also hasn't been great, there's a reason why we haven't signed another deal, and I'm okay that we haven't signed another deal yet. It's like, unless it is a team-friendly deal, I'd have him back. But I don't think it would be. But I'm not... No offense to Kirk Cousins, I'm not paying. Look, look at the Denver Broncos right Did now. Someone turn that on. You can turn it on. I don't know how to do that. Oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that's what you're waiting on. It's just the it should just be the the remote that we don't know where it is. Well, yeah, because we don't. I never really because uh, we have the lamp now, so I don't. And it's, but um, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Just forget it. Okay, well, I don't know, look, it's just hotter than Satan's butthole. Oh, there we go. I got it. I got it. Well, so, um, yeah, so I just, it's, look, I, Russell Wilson right now is getting paid fucking $45 million right now by the fucking Denver Broncos. You're telling me that they're liking that deal right now? Right. It's like, let's just be realistic here. I'd pay Aaron Rodgers $40 million because he's a four-time MVP, won a Super Bowl, and he's been to five NFC Championship games. You're going to pay him $40 million. Kirk Cousins has reached a divisional playoff game once, and he's been in three wildcard games, and it's like... But you're saying that in an almost negative way, but it's still... It's it's a positive, but there's a reason also why I'm not, I don't want to pay him $50 million. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. 35, 40. I want to go back to the tanking thing, though, because you said, you made a comment about it's not like basketball, it's not like, it's not like any other sport, because no other sport except for maybe hockey is as physical as this sport is, or as demanding. Those players are not going to, one, embarrass themselves like that, but two, you can't go through a whole football game and, like, try to tank without like being blatantly obvious right like it's obvious when a team is trying because like you like they would get blown out and teams don't get blown out in the nfl like in the in basketball they do but not as here's what how should i say this like the giants they got blown out but then the very next week we're losing and came all the way back. Like, yeah, that just, I don't know. It's like, it's also though, but here's the other part of it too, is that like, it's even when like, it's also, I'm not saying that in the NBA also, here's the other issue though, too, in the NBA, five players on the court, five players on the other court, the five players are better than your five of, People yeah. you have out there because either you just traded away a star player because yeah, you're like, like we're not, you're not going anywhere, it. large contract, trade the guy's contract away. A lot of phases of the football game. 
there are 22 guys on the field, and with how short of an NFL career that's out there, you cannot tell me that Jabril Peppers for the Giants when they're trying to tank and he's playing safety and he's on a contract year, yeah. he's like, okay, well, they might not sign me, but if I play well enough and yes. get a Pro Bowl and we go 3-13, and 13, and think about the, the Patriots might go sign me. Think about, like, it's so different because there's so many more coaches, okay? There's one manager in baseball. There's, well, there's more coaches in baseball because there's, like, hitting coach, pitching right. coach. So... Basketball, one coach, really. There's a couple other, but football, there's the if the team sucks, but you won a game because it was 15 to 12 because your defense held them to 12 points and your offense was shit, but they still scored because your special teams yeah. was able to kick three or five field goals. Like that defensive coach could then get hired because of how well he's doing. So. Anyway, okay. I got a little fired up. No, is the point of all that when they were saying that because one, I'm with three also three games in. Also, like, we could lose. It's the Chargers. Yes, the Chargers the, are good. Yeah, the spread's even right now. No, I know, but even if we go zero and three, I was like, I'm not gonna lie. We go zero and three. Sucks. I'm, I'm a little bit like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not done at all. I'm just a little bit like, fuck. Ten and seven is still asking a lot to go. Then ten and four the rest of the season. Well, and our and we still got to play the Chiefs. Now, hold on. We I, I was looking at our schedule, and I had a little bit of a light at the tunnel, okay? Because we do go with a bit of a stretch that I think just Packers are beatable, Bears are beatable, right? Can okay. we agree on that? We go through a stretch. We play Packers, it. I feel like, is going to be a split. Okay. But let's say Bears. we win starting October 29th at Green Bay. Let's just say we win that game. Like, you say we split, okay, but that's the game we win. We can beat Green Bay, we can beat Atlanta, we can beat New Orleans, we can beat Denver, we can beat Chicago, we can beat Vegas. That would be six. Now, we're not likely going to win six straight wins, but all of those games in the middle of our season are winnable, which then puts us in momentum to play Cincinnati, Detroit, Green Bay again at home, and then finish with Detroit. Yeah. So, if we can beat the Chargers, we can beat Carolina... Yeah. If we okay. If we beat the Chargers, we can come out of the Bears game three and three. Yeah. Going into I, San Francisco. I think the Chiefs is gonna yeah. be a loss yeah. tonight, right? Yeah. So if we can win and get us back to five hundred, however we do it, by eight hey, after the if week six, like it's possible. Even look, if we're two look, and we, four. We as a team have the most turnovers in a two game stretch. We have the most lost turnovers in a two game stretch. I think it was in the last like fifteen years or something. But it's like yeah. You just simply you just can't turn the ball over. The problem I also have is that um Alexander Madison was getting like a bunch of death threats and he yeah, had a bunch of racist comments. Okay, first of all, shit. here's the thing. First of all, he didn't ask for the Vikings to trade away Dalvin Cook. He didn't ask to become then the starting running back when everyone may, might have wanted them to stay. Quisi Adolfo made a choice to trade or nice. to to cut Dalvin Cook. And to sign Alexander Madison to an extension and make him our starting running back. Yeah. He's the one who made that choice. And if you're someone who is a Vikings fan, you have seen the production he's done in the few games he's played because Dalvin Cook couldn't play all of our games because he had some injury problems. Yeah. He played great. Listen. In Seattle on the game that we lost at the end to DK Metcalf, he had 125 yards rushing and a touchdown in the game. He's played great. We didn't ask to be put in this position for everyone to be like, give him a bunch of shit. But like... I... Step it off. Well, what you got? If you got one last thing, but yes, I can see how 
like, people are frustrated. We're last in the league in rushing. He's got 62 yards in two games. Totally can see that. However, our passing game is second. So, in my mind, you can't be good at both. I see that. Yeah, nice. And just based on the way he has been running the ball, it's not totally him. Like, no. I don't think he, like, I don't think he's, like, lost a step or he's just, like, not running the ball. I don't know. I think. Okay. So, um, let's, uh, let's talk about some other games and some other things that noted from the weekend. Um, Denver. Shocking. Did they suck again? I mean, <laughs> I really thought halfway through the game they were going to turn a corner. DraftKings had Washington at halftime at plus 23 and a half, and I jumped all over it. Jesus. And I was like, look, I'm all about, like, if the 49ers were up 29, by, they were getting 23 and a half, I might have stepped off. But I'm like, there's a whole other half of football to play. Washington is not this bad of a team where they're going to get the doors blown off of them. I actually parlayed, yeah. by the way, I parlayed Washington at 23 and a half and the Giants at 14 and a half against the Cardinals. And they both hit. And I almost was like, fuck, I should have done money line too, just for yeah. the fun of it. But I was like, the Washington Commanders were plus, what was it? I think it was like plus 900 or plus 1,000 maybe to win when they were down by 21, I think is what it was. I was just wow. like, look, Denver looks great, but Denver is not that dominant to keep this rolling the whole game. It was it? only halftime. Is it Russ? Oh, I, I think it's... I think it's the offense. I don't think it should all be on Russell Wilson. I think that there could probably be something with their offensive line. Do you think this is a scenario where... Do you think it's different than the NFL? I'm sorry if we're wasting too much time on this. We're doing all right. Okay, if this is too much... We don't have a lot to talk about with college football for the weekend. It was in Colorado, Colorado State, so... Yeah. Which fucking sucks. Because I put money on Colorado State and late, and then they lost. Oh, but anyway. I did the opposite. Gotcha. Uh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Do we think NFL... So, NFL is different than college in the sense that college football head coach gets brought in, takes a couple years. Those weren't the players that he scouted. Those weren't his guys. His real season might be the next season or even the season after that, right? Yeah, usually they give it... Usually it's about two years because right. you bring in your recruiting class, then they're all freshmen. Then when they become sophomores... It's like, all right, maybe these guys are starting to play by your third year for sure. It's like, all right, all the yeah. kids are now juniors. Most likely, most of your recruits are now this starting. This is you. In the NFL, for Peyton, for Sean Peyton, I feel like since it's the NFL, you think two? I think to establish a culture. Right. Okay. You're one, I you come in, that. establish a culture, what yeah. you're going to be like as a head coach. You're two. Yes, that's it. That's like where. So I don't like, think that. I think that, I think it's. I don't think it's fair to fire a coach after one year no. coaching the NFL. How much is he getting paid too? He's getting paid a lot. Yeah, so they're not going to get rid of him. He's one of the highest paid it's coaches the, in it's, football. It's it's the group. They would owe him a lot of money. It's the group experiment. Him. Yeah, but not ten years. But yes, experiment in the sense that like yes, Gruden wasn't great, but they stuck it out for a little while because they yeah. had to pay him. Yeah. So it's like, well, we're at least going to pay him. Then let's right. See. Yeah. But like, um, I'm trying to think like. I don't know what Sean McVay's first season was like because I was trying to think of like if there was a head coach didn't have a great first year but his second year 
was a lot better. Because even Kevin O'Connell had a great first year. Brian Dayball had a great first year. Even Doug Peterson last year, they, they had a good first year. So, um, But, like, the Texans head coach would be a great example. DeMarco Murray. Or D'Amico Ryans. He's first-year head coach. Yeah, they're going to stink. They're going to stink. But he's trying to establish a culture with his with his defense, with his team. So, and then next year, might not even, and still might even be a little too soon to still judge the team. Might have to give it, because you are dealing with a rookie quarterback. You still might even need to go, like, for a third year with that team. Definitely. Like, Dan Campbell would be a great example. Dan Campbell came in, they sucked. But he set up a great culture with that Lions team, and then in his second year, he's they went seven and one to finish out the season, and they went nine and eight on the season. And it was like, okay, now this year it's like, all right, Lions, like, let's see what we got. Uh, Sean McVay won the NFC West. I thought so. His first year, yeah, thirteen and three, missed the playoffs, ten and six, then twelve and five, and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Um. So as far as the other games, Bengals now. 0-2 Bengals, and it sounds like uh, uh, Burrow. Joe Burrow, his calf has been bothering him. There's a chance yeah, he might Yeah, but he was be... practicing, okay. so he's he was out there practicing. They're still unsure, but... Um, I'd be a little nervous yeah. if I was a Bengals fan, just because of... In general, you're 0-2. Again, I feel pretty good about the Bengals, but like more about Joe Burrow's health, because he hasn't looked pretty good. He hasn't looked great the first two weeks yeah. start of the season. Uh-huh. Um, but okay. Did you watch Sunday Night Football with Dolphins and Patriots? Did you see the blocked field goal? I saw the replay. I think that I stopped watching. I stopped watching, but I saw that play was insane. Yeah, it was. When it when it happened live, Mike Trico was like, "Oh, a guy comes out late and he blocks the kick." I was like, "Holy shit!" And then they showed the replay, and Chris Collinsworth was like, just sucking off Bill Belichick the whole time. Like, this. Do you hear this? (coughs) This story behind it though. That guy. Was on the Patriots, the the um, placeholder. He was on the Patriots, I guess. But like Belichick knew him, and Bel he goes. They were talking about him because they were like Belichick is such a wizard. He's like, of course, he he goes. And this is on the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee goes. I guarantee you, guarantee you, they practiced that at least thirty to forty times in practice. He goes because this is what he saw. Time it up, because apparently this guy had to tell. He goes. He takes a breath in, like, every time he's going to... And then it's like a second, boom. He goes... I, he, he, they watch it back, and then they're, like, kind of just showing you, like, the tell. And they're like, oh, my God, literally. So he's like, I guarantee you practice. And then they go... Darius Butler goes, and you know that they knew it was going to happen? Because if you look at the other players, they're already ready to get the ball. Like, they're, like, already ready to yeah. recover the ball after it was It kicked. was insane. He got it so clean. And yeah. then as soon as I saw it happen, I go... That's gonna be a rule next year. Can't can't motion like no one can be like you can't have a running start to I block. No, because it, unless it happens again. No, I know, um, and maybe other teams might do. That's the thing. It depends on that. It, but also, also sounds like I, the the QB sneak thing from the Eagles is gonna be discontinued next year. Yeah, and the other thing, what I hope is the fumble that Justin Jefferson lost is fumbling in the back of the end zone is not a turnover on downs. If anything, it should just be you get the ball back at the twenty yard line. Yeah. But the offense gets the ball yeah. back to the 20-yard line. Yeah. I just don't see how that that's... Or the 25. Yeah, or yeah, the 20... Or whatever, yeah, 20-25. But, like, it, it should not be... A reverse touchback. Justin Jefferson. It should not be that then it's the Eagles' ball. Like, 
I, yeah, it is a rule, so it's like I get it, but Kevin O'Connell, it's like, I'm not mad at Justin Jefferson because how can you tell a player don't reach out for the goal yeah. line? It happens all the time. Derek Carr had it happen to him two years ago. He's reaching out for the goal line, and the ball slipped out just for just before it hit the ball hit the pylon with his hands still, still on it, and it was and it ended up being the other team's ball and ended up losing the game on it. Like it's happened before. It's just such a tough thing to tell a player don't do it when it's all it's you've still ever you do. Like going to be a negative because. You know, if it was a play at the goal line, you're still going back to the 25, right? If they change it to, like, yeah, you know, or I would assume they wouldn't do it at the 1, so then, yeah. Well, that's some people I was hearing on some shows were saying, like, that ball should have been at the 1-yard line. And I was like, okay, but if you fumble it and it goes into the end zone, I feel like it should then just be bumped out to the 1. Yeah. I feel like there should be some sort of a penalty there, but not a penalty where it's the other team's ball. Yeah. Like, that seems a little too harsh. Like, it just turn into a penalty. Like, penalty on the offense. Right. And it's like a 15-yard penalty. Um. Okay, only thing I wanted to ask before we moved off and did our picks, are there any teams that have, surpri- that have surprised you in the first two weeks? Team or one or two teams that have surprised you in the first two weeks? I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise to a lot of people, but, like, I'm only surprised because it's Brock Purdy. But I'm also surprised at, like, still how fucking good this 49ers defense is. And, like, it's more just that they just still look so good. So, like, not more, I don't know if surprise is even the word, but, like, they stand out to me the most, you know? Yeah. Um, do you actually know the score of the game right now? 3-3. Oh, 3-3? Okay. End of the first. Um. So, the one team... That has so there are two there are three things well two things that have surprised me this year one's a team one's a fan base number one it's the Falcons through the first two weeks mm-hmm. I the fact that the NFC South is two and oh two and oh two and oh and then zero oh and two with the Panthers but that the Bucks are two and zero oh, the Saints are two and zero oh, and the Falcons are two and zero oh. yeah very surprised by all three of those teams. The Bucks have played great for the first couple weeks. I'm curious which of those teams is going to be a true contender. It's all said and done, and which of those teams are going to finish six and eleven that will have started off two and zero. If someone, if if one of those teams does, I'm not saying that they will, but yeah, one of them does. Uh, look, I don't mean to bash, and I don't mean to, but did you hear Justin Fields' press conference? No. Okay. Oh yes, with his offense corner saying like the bet it was the play call basically. He's just saying that you know I'm not being me out there. I feel like I'm being more like a robot, and I'm not I'm not really letting myself like be free and be me. Well, and uh, well, and my argument would be well, um, at Ohio State, uh, you definitely threw the ball a lot, and when you played against Clemson in the semifinal, uh, the year before you left, you definitely again threw the ball a lot. And, like, you didn't run for over a 1,000 yards. And now you're playing the NFL, and you're not playing against, no offense, in the Big Ten, but you're not playing against teams like Purdue and, like, where it's, you have these point spreads of 15 and a half points because you're that much better than your opponent. Yeah. And you also you also do not have Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson as your receivers. Against a cornerback who is not is, even going to sniff. The who NFL. is... More concerned about, 
I have an interview tomorrow with, you know, named Northwestern Mutual, and he has a term paper due tomorrow. Right. Right. There's the other guy who says, I wonder how much my first check's going to be in the NFL. Right. Right. Because you're throwing to Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Right. So, with And your O-line was probably all drafted. (laughs) And most likely you also probably got to throw to Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Right. So, so right. So yeah, again, let's all take perspective. Right now, you're th- okay. I am very surprised at how the Chicago fan base Dude, just turns. really thought that the Bears oh, yes. were going to be better this year. Yeah. And not better like from three and thirteen or from three and fourteen to being like seven and ten or like six and eleven. They're being the better MVP. like being better like Justin Fields could be the MVP of the league and we actually might win the division and go eleven and five. Yeah. 100% agree. Or 11 and 6. I, like, they're not, they're not good. They don't have a great secondary. Their running back is a, it's decent. They have a solid tight end. They have a wide receiver in Chase Claypool that doesn't try, and it shows, and that's why Pittsburgh got rid of him. And then there just came a report out last week that, that the Bears basically told him he needs yeah. to start showing effort or they're going to just bench him and trade him. Yeah. And they Mooney, traded a first round for him. Yep. Darnell Mooney... Actually, I think it was second round. Well, either way, it's still too high. <laughs> it was a high draft pick. Then they had Darnell Mooney, who the through. first year was like solid, and then hasn't done anything since then. And they traded. Or who they it? then got a number one receiver for him in DJ Moore. Yeah. And like Justin Fields is exciting. He's an exciting player to watch like when he said, runs the ball. Lost to Miami when he had a bunch of yards. Who was the running back that was? Wasn't it Christian McCaffrey who was traded for like a seventh round? Who was running? Who was the player? I think it was running back who was traded for like. Yeah, McCaffrey who was traded for like a second, a th- like a fifth and a fourth or something. Yeah, yeah, which is like wow. Yeah, um, yeah, that was also a surprise. But I was very surprised that the Bears seriously thought that. I no offense, I just that they really thought that they were just going to be that much better. Like it's not like, dude, you still have a quarterback, and it was like MVP, MVP. I'm like. He can't even throw for 3,000 yards in a season. How the fuck is he going to win MVP? When Lamar Jackson did, he threw for 3,500 yards and rushed for 1,000 yards. There has never been a And they won the division. They were the number one team in football. That's how you win MVP. There There has been, there has never been, and there will never be a quarterback who, like, can consistently run for over 1,000 yards with a arm that can't throw over a thousand, you know, like yep. even if he throws, there will never be a quarterback who's running. You're not running wildcat. Wildcat's for, not right, winning in the for a thousand yards, throwing for three thousand, and you're not like. Because that's the thing too. Like, you look at all the hits the running backs get, and there's all these injuries that happen is because they're Anthony injured Richardson. because they get hit all the time. And Anthony Richardson got hurt first two weeks, hurt his knee in week one. There's and a reason why these quarterbacks are concussion. staying in the league, like. Her cousins and Matt Ryan and and uh, um, and even players like, like Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert they yeah. can run, but that even is Lamar not. Jackson. But that's not a part of their game. He, Lamar Jackson, runs either out it's of designed the to get yeah. to still be able yes. to throw. Or Justin yes. Fields when he runs out the outside the pocket, he's not throwing the ball. He's running, and it was yeah, yes. Did you all see? What's his name? Brian Bollinger breakdown from the Bucks game. Justin Fields had a mm-hmm. clean pocket, mm-hmm. and there was a guy that was running. There were th- uh, slant route. trips to the right. 
Guy inside receiver ran a post. Second receiver ran a seam. The safety basically had to pick same thing in college football. If you ever played, it just, the guy safety had to pick one of the two, and he went for the corner route, and the seam he was wide open for a touchdown. And Brian's like, if you're Justin Fields, just pick a guy. Doesn't matter. He could throw. He could have thrown early to the guy in the post. Would have still hit him for a completion because there's no one over the top. Yet, and then when the safety went over, he's like, then you could throw it to the guy in the scene. He had all this time in the world. Like, what are you looking at? As he's basically, what the hell are you looking at, man? Yeah. And I'm just, that, he let me play out there. Yeah. Um, all right, let's pick some games. Move on to college. Pick some games. Yep. Oh, also, last thing I was gonna say, I <laughs> absolutely dominated Vegas this weekend on sports oh, yeah. betting. Oh yeah. I think I won like 140, 150 bucks. I absolutely just like train wrecked. That's awesome. I Sunday am, was Sunday was I literally just like fucking cashed in on Sunday. It was. I it was have great. been infected by the ping pong and have made, hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, there you go. So, Casey, tell you what. Oh yeah. What to do or something? Yep. He got me LinkedIn. It's it's actually just kind of like. Uh, reading the reading the um, like flow of the game, but it's not taking risky bets and it's betting on the favorites at at opportune times because the games go by fast so it's then watching the games and as soon as you get an opportunity to bet on the favorite that's got a still minus but it's not minus like 150 you take it so it's like gotcha okay. a lot of bets high does becca have picks yes she's okay there. all right first game it's on right now we already made our picks though uh, it is Giants which, after 49ers, which it's minus 10.5. Even if I looked at the scoreboard and it was 10 to nothing, the Giants, it would not change my pick. <laughs> yeah, we're all picking the 49ers. And Becca did too. All right, Chargers at the Vikings. Last time I looked, the line was even. I'm not going to pick against the Vikings. Yeah, I'm I'm picking the Vikings. And so did Becca. Okay, yeah. We're, we're at home. The Chargers haven't looked great. Neither have we, but we're at home. I think that gives us some advantage. I agree. Saints at the Packers. I believe the Packers were last. It was like minus three. I think the Packers were favored. Pretty sure it was the Packers that were favored. In Green Bay. Um, I'm actually going to take the Saints um, because... I think that the Packers showed a lot of life against the Bears. Minus one and a half Packers. But I think that the Saints, like, they're going to be sneaky. Like, they're going to be 3-0. and They're going to be 6-2. and They're going to, like, they have a good team. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, they're like the Vikings last year. Like, they, like but with a good defense. Yeah. Like, they've got... Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and a decent quarterback. And then they're going to get Kamara back, and mm-hmm. they have a good defense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see them losing many. And, yeah, I think they're going to be – I think I don't know who I picked for that division, but I hope I pick the Saints because I think they're going to start running away with that division. Okay, you picked the Saints? And what back pick? Packers. Okay. So, uh, I'm also picking the Packers. Um, I, I am impressed that in the first two weeks, Justin Field, or that Jordan Love has three games, oh, yeah. 
250 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Mm-hmm. First two starts. The reason why I think they're going to win is because the Saints' defense is going to be solid, but I, the Packers' defense has been playing pretty well. They have a pretty good defense, and they really should have won the game against the Falcons, and they really gave it away. Yeah. Um, the Saints did not look good on Monday Night Football. Their defense looked great, but their offense did not look great. So that's why I'm going to go with the Packers. Okay. All right, and then Sunday Night Football, Steelers at the Raiders. And the Steelers, or the Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I won't finish my thing. Okay. I'm going to pick the Raiders. I think I look like I, like I want to go with the Steelers, but they did win on Monday, on, on Monday Night Football, but... I think the Raiders are a pretty solid team. They got a great defense. It seems like in you know, week one they played okay. They won. They got their asses stomped by the Bills. Um, he seemed like two pretty solid teams. Pretty good line. Um, but I'm going to go with the Raiders at home. I think that their defense has been playing really well. And I think that they have some solid players. Devontae Adams and, and Josh Jacobs. Garoppolo is not horrible. But I put more faith in that than when Kenny Pickett going up against the uh, Raiders defense. Yeah, I am going to take Kenny Pickett. Um, I know that they haven't looked great in the Steelers, um, but their defense looks fucking good, and I love T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is the man. I want T.J. Watt to have, like, 40 sacks, and then... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Becca also picked the Steelers. Okay. Um, all right, and then on, I think this is a Monday night game. I think yep. I think we have two Monday nights again. Uh, Eagles at the Buccaneers, and Eagles are favored. They're minus five point favorites. And I, I got to be honest. I'm taking the Eagles. I think that Vegas putting Raiders minus and then the Eagles minus are trap games. Like, to me, this game is a trap. Oh, I'm not. If I was, I t- touch if I was touching football. one, I probably would take Bucks plus five. Yeah, because I. But I think that but, eventually the Eagles' defense is going to wear down the Bucks. However, Mike Evans is playing well, and so is um, Godwin. And they could, we could throw the ball against the Eagles. We couldn't necessarily run the ball very well, but we could throw the ball. Like we put up numbers. Against that secondary, we did, and I just at the front, I just the foot. The no, Bucks defense also has also been playing well. Part of it's tough is that okay, the Bucks no okay, Bucks beat us. We also turned the ball over three times. Then the Bucks beat a bad Bears team. Eagles go out first week, they get a solid win. They almost blew it, but they got a solid win against Patriots. Then they come out and they played a very sloppy game on both sides, both teams, but they ran the ball for over two hundred yards rushing in the game. And they won. And that's ultimately why I think the Eagles are most likely they're going to win this game because they're going to run the ball down the Buccaneers' throat. Maybe not as well because they got Vita Vea in the middle. Clog it up a little bit. Better than our defense. But, um, yeah. Sorry, I got the Eagles. God, I really want to take the Bucks. Not just because you took the Eagles, just because, like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, it's I'm, so early and, like, 
the Eagles are two and zero, so it's not like they're on. Okay. I'm gonna take the Bucks. Okay. And uh, Becca took the, the Eagles. <laughs> Come back on Thursday. Bucks lost by fourteen. I know. Um, all right. I know. Late game uh, is going to be the Rams at the Bengals, and the Bengals are favored by minus three. Yep. Um, and it sounds like Joe Burrow is expected to play. Okay. Well, Becca took the Bengals. I'm also going to take the Bengals because I'm rooting for the Bengals. I want them to win. He's thinking we didn't just go off. I know. Air. It's. I really, really want to go with the Bengals. Okay, I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm just nervous because it's like they have not looked great, and the Rams played great game in game one against Seahawks. They played a pretty solid first half of football, most some of the second half, and then they kind of just blew it against the 49ers. But, like, not blew it, but they just didn't play great at the end. But the, I just don't think of the Bengals right now just because of Joe Burrow. But, I, I you know what, but I'm going to go. They're going to be in the jungle. So, so we all pick the Bengals? Yes. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. All right. All right, we're going to get some college football picks, and then we're going to call this guy a day. So the only thing we're going to talk about was just that, again, biggest guy in college football is Mr. Deion Sanders primetime. Um, I'm down. Okay, I'm just saying. These next two weeks are exactly why Colorado is ranked. I still think that Colorado is overranked. But they are a good team. I know I don't want to take that away from them. They are mm-hmm. a good team. I just don't think that they are the nineteenth best team in college football. Yeah. I it's so I I'm very but, interested in this game. But it's a twenty points. They just it sucks for Travis Hunter getting injured and he's out for the two games against Oregon and USC. That really does yep. blow because that would have been really exciting to go see. Yep. They still got Shadur Sanders who has been balling. They got some solid receivers. They're a good running back. They got a solid running back. Look, he led a two-minute drive, and he had to get a two-point conversion and went 98 yards in two-minute drill and scored. I know it's against Colorado State, but still, that Colorado State played a hell of a game. Well, it's also like, that's a rivalry game. Yeah, you anything know? can happen. Anything can happen. It's anything like when Iowa State plays Iowa. Like, if Iowa's ranked 10th, we still play them well. If yeah. Iowa State's ranked 10th, they still play as well. Right. You just You never know. You never know. In games like that. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much all I had. Alabama did, no, sorry, Alex, did not look great. Did not look great. And it just, I was talking about it. I was I was telling it to Alex, and I just go, look, simple fact of it is, when Jake Coker won the national championship my freshman year, my sophomore year, they had Jalen Hurts, so the quarterbacks have been Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, Bryce Young. They yeah. were a quarterback-led team. Yeah. When Jake Coker was the quarterback, and before that, they had Derrick Henry, T.J. Yeldon, Trent Richardson, Mark Ingram. They had running backs and a great defense. And this year, they don't really have a great running back. 
The quarterback isn't great, but then they also don't have the receiver on the outside of a Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, O.J. Howard at tight end. Like, they don't have that other receiver. They just got some nice receivers, and that's why I was just like, this might not be their best year. They just don't have that one of those three positions where it's like, that guy's a top 10 draft pick or that guy's the guy. So, like, yeah. that part. Also, it feels like even Georgia, like, being down to South Carolina – they even got a win. It feels like the top 10 for national championship. Georgia might have been like the front runner. Like they're going to win. It's like the rest of it, like Pac-12, man, yeah, is, solid. man, and that sucks. <laughs> they're not going to be a fucking conference. And they literally have the most teams ranked in the top 25 right now. Which is uh, wild. All right. All right, so last week, um, let's see. So Josh, so Becca is at. Six and twelve. She went three and three last week. You went three and three as well. You're at ten and eight, and I went two and four, and I'm at eight and ten. Okay. Uh, you and I both went zero and two on our spread picks. Houston plus seven, Mississippi State plus nine for you. Yeah, that's all. Cincinnati minus fourteen and a half, Kansas State minus four. Didn't get any of those. Becca is uh one and three on her spread picks because she is one spread. Fred picked behind us because she didn't pick one week. Okay. She got Fresno State at minus three and then took Kansas State minus four. That didn't hit because they lost. So now for this week, which we have a lot of great games, and there's even one game I even left off that was also a great game to pick from. Florida State Clemson. Florida State Clemson. Yeah. Um, but we can do that as a bonus pick. Um, but okay, so we have number 19, Colorado at number 10, Oregon. And I think you were saying that the spread was... 20 and a half. 20 and a half? Okay. Gotcha. Which, can okay. I just make one, 21 one, one thought here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times when I ask why you picked that game, you always say spread. So instead of picking Florida State, Clemson, you picked this game when the spread is 20 and a half. I literally went with all the teams that were ranked. Didn't even, because... No, I'm just saying. When we have not all ranked games, then I will then go to spread. But I picked any games that are ranked in top 25. Okay. Those are the games I'm picking. I, I, I'm cool with it. Yeah. But that is... I am going to take Oregon. And I'm, like... I'm going to take spread minus 20 and a half Colorado. Like or plus twenty and a half Colorado. I like. I don't know. Twenty points is a ton. Like, still could be closer than that. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Like I just I know how they played against Colorado State. But like we said, it was and like, I know TCU even like I doesn't guess. look like they were fifteenth in the country. And Oregon did. I think I don't even know how they did last week. I guess. I know they kicked the snot out of Portland State or whatever in the first week that they played. I uh, and I know that they don't have Travis Hunter, but no offense to Travis Hunter, it's not like he was the uh, best player on defense for sure. But they still got great receivers on offense, so I I know what you mean. I'm picking Oregon as well. That was a long way, but I'm uh, picking Oregon. Beck is picking Colorado. And I can show you the text if you don't believe me. <laughs> I mean, she's picking the underdog, so I I believe you. If that's 
Okay. Okay. Next game is Ole Miss, number 15, Ole Miss, at number 13, Alabama, and Alabama is minus seven. Um, this one fucking sucks. This is a tough pick, in my opinion. I want to take Ole Miss, the plus seven, um, just because of how shitty Alabama looked. Um I don't know anything about Ole Miss. Um, but I don't want to pick this one. <laughs> okay. So I, I like I don't want to pick this game. I'm, I we will. We are. I'm just saying like I literally... I'm picking Alabama. My spread pick is Ole Miss plus 7. And I'm doing the exact same thing I did when they played against Texas. Seven points to a team that is that highly ranked, and Alabama has not looked great. They played a good game against Texas. Obviously, they didn't win, but you know they didn't look like horrible. They just didn't play, you know, the the best. But they played solid. They didn't look great last week. They're going back to yeah, their other quarterback I'm, I'm, in Milrow. It. You're I'm getting, just looking at. I'm surprised when I saw it, it was seven. I'm like, that's seven points. Yeah. I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm taking plus seven. I'm just looking at stats now, and I'm just looking at, like, to me, a team that puts up points, which is Ole Miss. I know that they haven't played a ton of people. I'm taking Ole Miss because I think that they're going to put up – they're going to put up points, and if Alabama gets in a point race, they're not going to win. Becca also picked Ole Miss. Okay, wait. So I picked Alabama to win. Who would you pick to win? Ole Miss. Okay, you did. Okay, that's what I thought I heard. I just wanted to – Okay. Next up is going to be number 22, UCLA, at number 11, Utah. And Utah is minus six. Hmm. I don't know anything about UCLA. I've watched one Utah game. (laughs) Do they still have Chip Kelly? I don't even know who you are. Uh, Yes. Yes, they do. I think it'll be a fireworks show, this game. Um, Utah's been in some close games against some not-so-great teams. But I'm still going to take Utah. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Utah as well. Um, I'm just going with... You know, name brand. Cam Rising. They have a quarterback. Played last year. Again, won the Pac-12 last year. They have a solid team. So I'm going to go with Utah. At home, Utah. Who back pick? Uh, sorry, I just I got a text. Um, Utah. Okay. Okay, next up is going to be Oregon State. At number 21, Washington State. Washington State is plus three. Um, I think I'm going to go Oregon State. Uya Lungale. Yeah. Um, and Becca picked Washington State. Okay. This game to me, super tough. But Oregon State has looked 
really good. Yeah. And so I'm going to take Oregon State as well to win, even though a couple weeks ago I took Washington State to win. They also have a solid quarterback as well. That's going to be fireworks um, as well. That's going to be a fun game to watch, though. That's at 6 o'clock. That's going to be that's gonna be a fun one. Wait. Oh, wait, Washington State. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was thinking in my head Washington, not Washington State. I'm still keeping Oregon State, but I don't know why I just had like that. Yeah, gotcha. Oregon State. Okay. Uh, next up is the game that's, I think this is the game of the week. I think this is the game of the night, Probably. I'm assuming. Um, number six, Ohio State at number nine, Notre Dame. Uh, I believe last year they played. I think because they played Ohio State last. I think right. did they play each other last year? And it's uh, it sounds pretty sure Ohio sounds State right. lost. No, yeah, they won. no, I think they won. Or wait, no. Am I thinking of Oregon? Yeah, am I thinking of Oregon? I don't know. Uh, but it is Ohio State is minus three, which I think is kind of interesting. Like their uh, their quarterbacks new. Their last matchup was yeah. the, in 2022. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they did play last year. And they won 21-10. Okay. Um, like, I was listening to... When I was m- listening to the McAfee show, they had... Um, who's the... Orlov, Dan Orlovsky. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, like, Ohio State fans just need to chill because he's, like... They didn't... They didn't, like, kick the shit out of Indiana. And it was like, well... The kids knew first game, you still won, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think Notre Dame's going to have them this year. So you're going with Notre Dame? Yeah. So I'm going to go with, this is, I'm going, I'm just going back in the time machine. I'm going Ohio State, and Ohio State is also my spread pick at minus three. I think Notre Dame is good. I don't think that their players are better than Ohio State's players. Dude, look at the stats on these these two teams. Points, points against, yards, yards per, yards per rush, third down percentage. Sorry, Alex sent me a yes. picture of her with uh, with the Peloton instructor. Oh, nice. And Becca picked Notre Dame as well. Okay. All right. Okay. That and over then, under looks enticing. As what? At 55. Over? Yeah. Um, and then 630 game as well, which will most likely be on Fox. Number 24, Iowa, at number 7, Penn State. Penn State is favored by minus 14 and a half. This was going to be my spread pick. Same. I was going to take Penn State minus 14 and a half. Night game at Penn State. I don't feel like Iowa. But you were talking about 14. You were taking the points. Iowa's offense has not looked terrible. and Their defense is still their defense. And their defense is still good. Like, Iowa put up 41 last week against Western Michigan. I know it's Western Michigan, but... Previous you know, Iowa I, teams. And I'm with you. Those points. I'm with you. They would they would have won that game like 21-3. Yeah. 21-10. I got you. 
Mine is Iowa plus 14 and a half. Okay. And I'm taking Penn State. Becca is taking Iowa. And I cannot say who she said to for her spread. Okay. What was your other spread pick? Did I miss that? Yeah, I said um, Colorado. Oh, Colorado. The okay. book ends. Colorado and then Penn State. Colorado plus Iowa plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, right, there's, yeah, there's 16. And then what about, so we're not going to, we won't be on the stat sheet, but what do you think about Florida State and Clemson? I think Florida State wins, yeah. and I hope that they win. I would like for them, them, I'd like for them to win. In the and I also think I like the spread. It was going to be one of my, I thought it was two debating for one of that. Yeah. The two and a half, I just, I think that they, it's one of those picks where I'm just like, this team should be better than two and a half. This team should be able to beat this team by more than two and a half points. Like, that's where I'm going into it. Like, this team should be able to win by two and a half points. Yeah. At least. So. Um, all right. Cool. Um, let me make sure the dog isn't um, watching anything she shouldn't on TV. Um, nope, just booping in the yard. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, no, everyone, thanks uh, for listening. Um, and uh, we will... Uh, chat with you guys next week. Kid you on the wheel.